church we need more holy ghost that's what we need this world needs that they don't need a they don't need the devil he 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 likes that when when they cut off church he because he, he's he's getting more access to the people that you know that need to come to church and i thank god that you know we're filled with the holy ghost church we're here and god's going to fill somebody with his holy ghost i thank god for his his mercy i thank him for giving me a a good example of how to be a father with seeing pastor yes. and 
I thank the Lord for bringing him into my life because he's done so much, and I just love him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I, <laughs> I thank the Lord. I feel like he's going to, we're in the midst of revival. Every time we're seeing, uh, I get to go to Lake Placid once in a while. I get to go, and I see those kids, and I see growth in some of those kids. I see them listening, even though, you know, sometimes there's some that are not listening, but Sister Hopper still gets Acts 38 across to them, and I, I just love that. And I love seeing the little kids and how they smile and how they say they want the Holy Ghost. It just brings a tear to my eyes and seeing that the, the love they're getting in Lake Placid and just to see how it's going to grow. They're going to grow from children to, to men and women of God. And I like that. I like what, seeing that. And I thank God for that. Everybody say God bless the offering. God bless the offering. In Jesus' name.
Thank you, Jesus, my great and mighty God. Holy, holy is thy name. Thank you, Jesus, for this beautiful truth, the love of God that touches our hearts, the mind of God that we have in this place. We thank you, Lord Jesus, my holy God. Blessed be thy name and holy be thy name. 
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for every chapter, verse, and line. Thank you, Jesus. My God, my God. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. Well, I have a baptismal certificate to give to you, Haida, tonight. Thank God. And everybody said, Praise the Lord. I'm happy to be in church on Father's Day. I'm just happy to be with my father. Amen. Give God a big hand. Come on. Woo! You know, the Bible teaches in 2 Peter that you had a bunch of people that were losing confidence and losing faith and losing heart, and they were among them that were saying, Where is the promise of His coming? All things continue from the beginning since the fathers fell asleep, blah, 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 blah. But I like when he came around to it and he said, But we... He said, we're looking that promise for a new heaven and a new earth. Amen. The promise hadn't gone anywhere. The promise is right here in the church. Amen. It's to us. We're, God, we haven't lost our faith. We haven't lost our belief in God. We trust in His Word, and we know what He said is going to come to pass. And I'm glad that He also said He wasn't willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. All should be baptized in Jesus' name, and all should be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Nothing wrong with the promise of God. It's all right. You just hang in there. Keep your confidence. It has great recompense of reward. And what a recompense or a payment is going to be in that first resurrection. How great that's going to be. Give God a big hand. Come on. Woo! Yeah, Lord. Let's worship Him. Let's love Him. Thank you, Jesus. It's a struggle for survival. I daily meet the foe. But I'm not too oh, weak. Yes. I won't turn back. Oh, I won't turn back. The road is hard, but it's not too long. The enemy's here, but it's not too strong. I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. It's a struggle for survival. I barely meet the i 
Chapter 55. Amen. The book of Psalms, chapter 55. And we're going to read here about David. And David, at this time and place, was going through some things. And he began to describe what they were doing to him the things, the words they're coming against him with and painting the picture of how horrible it was of the things that they were saying and things that were happening and he said if it was an enemy that did this to me he said I, have, I could have borne it I could have handled it he said if it would have been a There's just been somebody that hated me. He said, I could have just could have just hid myself. He said, but it wasn't this. It was one of my own. It was somebody that I, I knew, somebody that I walked in the house with. It was somebody that I knew closely to me that did these things to me. And to begin to describe these things. And in verse number uh, 16, he said, as for me, he said, I will call upon God. He said, the Lord shall save me. He said, evening and morning and at noon will I pray and cry aloud, and he shall hear my voice. He hath delivered my soul in peace from the battle that was against me, for there were many with me. And God shall hear and afflict them, even he that abideth of old, Shelah, because they have no changes 
therefore they fear not God. And he hath put forth his hands against such as be at peace with him, and hath broken his covenant, and the words of his mouth were sweeter, or smoother rather than butter, but war was in his heart. His words were softer than oil, yet were they drawn swords. He said, But cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. All right? So we are here in this category, and we are part of this righteous people. When we are baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost, God gives us this title, if you will. When we fall in line and subjection with His Word, He begins to bless us with His covenant here, with His blessing. And he, we are no longer part of this world any longer, but rather we are part of this chosen generation, this peculiar people that He has raised up out of this place and has given the strength and the ability and the opportunity here. I'm not staying in the old category here. I'm not staying with those people that have forgotten and those that have turned aside here, but rather I'm believing in what God's Word has shown me here tonight and I'm simply going to say, I'm going to trust in the Lord. I'm going to cry out with a loud voice unto Him. And He's going to hear my cry. He's going to sustain me. He's going to let me hold on here. He's going to give me the ability to keep on standing no matter what comes against me. He's going to be there with me right through the storm every step of the way. He's not going to leave me hanging there. Amen and amen. We serve a God tonight that's looking out for his children. We serve a God tonight that's saying, I'm with you, lo, I am with you always. He is not going to leave us there. Amen. You may be seated. Sometimes in the midst of the battle, sometimes in the midst of the storm, we begin to get a little weary, begin to little get a little wore out, and begin to have doubt, begin to let fear creep in there just a little bit. But we, all we've got to do is open up our Bible and begin to read what it says to us. And begin to apply the principles of these scriptures to our heart. And understand that everything that we go through, God has got the answer for us right there in the Word of God. If we'll simply just open our eyes and open our ears and our understanding here to listen to what the Word is saying to us and let it change us. Let it make us into what God has for us to be. Let it lead us and guide us here into this wonderful blessing that God has got for us. Amen. You're either going to open up your heart and yield yourself to the Word of God and you're going to be blessed. Or you're going to fight against the Word of God and question the Word of God and you're going to live a miserable life until you understand God knows what He's doing. He knows what He's doing all the time. He, in everything that we come against, He knows how to handle the situation. He knows why it's happening the way that it's happening. And you know what? It doesn't make a difference if we think it should be different. It does not matter. God is the one that's working it out. God's the one that's in control of it. And so that's why I'm just going to trust in him and and no <coughs> hey you know what you're doing you know the way this needs to happen you know the way this needs to work out and I'm just going excuse me do my part here <coughs> amen I'm just going to do my part I'm just going to trust Him. I'm just going to submit myself to Him. I'm just going to say, Lord, you know better than I do. I make a mess of it. I don't know which way to turn, but you know which way it needs to go. And I'm going to just believe here in what you're doing. Amen. 
Amen. You may be seeing the book of Psalms, chapter number 27, in verse number 1, and it reads it like this. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though wars should rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble, He shall hide me in His pavilion. Amen? Do you get? Uh, you see, you begin to read these scriptures, and you begin to realize that God's right there. He is protecting you. He is overlooking you. He is <coughs> working everything out for you. He is going to make a way for you no matter what. And you start looking at these scriptures and understanding they are talking to you. They're not just talking to David and his situation, but they're talking to you in your situation right now. And God is going to deliver the same blessing to you as he did it to them. <coughs> the way he's been doing it since the beginning. And he continues to keep doing it that way. And I am going to trust in this. I'm going to put my faith in this. Not only that, I'm going to put my whole heart into this and I understand that God is doing it. Amen. God is good. God is good because He knows what is best. Amen. You sit down and tell yourself, I don't know what I'm doing. You need to understand you don't know what you're doing. But God knows what He's doing. Amen. And as long as you get in your head, Lord, I can't make the right decision to save my life. But you can make the right decision. And you can give me the wisdom. And you can give me the understanding. And you can give me the ability to choose the right things. To see the right things here. And I don't want to get distracted because of pressure. And I don't want to get distracted because of a situation that tries to come and knock me off the place that God has set me. That's what the other scripture said. That, that I am not, he's going to sustain me. He's not, he's not going to suffer me to be moved. That means where God has placed me upon the rock of salvation. Salvation. Upon Acts 2.38 and John 3.5, upon the salvation experience, that's where God has placed us. That's where God's called us out of and set us upon this rock. And when you cry out to that rock and you submit yourself to that rock and you understand, hey, nobody's going to move me from my place that God has set me. Nobody's going to be able here to distract me from what God has given me here. <coughs> <coughs> Amen. Amen. I'm not going to be persuaded. I'm not going to be knocked off. I'm not going to be moved. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to be taken away from the place that God has given me. I don't care what you bring, devil. This is who I am. This is who I'm going to be. I'm going to keep praising. I'm going to keep worshiping. I'm going to keep giving my all here. Because I understand that there is no other way. I understand that there is no other God besides Him. And so why am I going to waste my time with any other situation? Why am I going to waste my energy on anything in this world that's going to literally leave me high and dry? But rather, I just want to humble myself and understand that I need to stop fighting the situation and I need to give it over to God. I need to stop worrying about the situation and say, God, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm just going to put it in your hands because you know the way that it needs to be. 
here. Amen. You may be seated. The devil just wants to put things in your life to cloud up the water, if you will. Cloud up your life. Put fog in front of you where you can not see as clearly as what you used to see. When you get the Holy Ghost and God baptizes you for a fresh dose of the Holy Ghost, you can see clearly. You can understand the Word of God. You can understand the reason why you worship. You can understand the reason why you put your trust in God, the reason why you do everything that you do. But when the stress comes and the pressure comes and, and situations begin to come, all of a sudden things don't seem quite as crisp and quite as sharp as they once did because of the pressure here. But that goes back to what we read, right? That He will not suffer you to be moved. That means let the pressure come on. And you just call the pressure what it is. It's just the devil. And you just call the situation what it is and say, Devil, I don't care what shape, form, color, and whatever way you want to bring it up to me, it is the same old devil and it's the same old thing. It's just simply trying to move me off of my experience. It's just simply trying to get me to stop praying and stop trusting in what God has given me. And then see, all the while you go back to the Word of God and look at what the Scripture is telling you. Look at how it lays it out there for you and, and gives you complete understanding in everything and that God is right there and that God is working it out. He's working it out. And these things are for your good. If you hold on and you keep trusting and keep believing and understanding, hey, God knows. I'm just a little nobody, and I'm happy to be a little nobody. I just want to know what God wants me to know. I want to know what he wants me to see. That's what I want. I want to be led of him. I don't want anything else in my way. I simply want to obey his word with all of my heart. Amen? So you keep building your confidence. You keep building your strength. You keep building the wisdom that God is going to give you here, okay? Book of Romans, chapter number 8, and verse 35. And it reads here, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or pearl, or sword? And as it is written, For thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. And nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. All right. So we have some scripture here tonight. We've got some understanding here tonight, and that is nobody can take away what God has given. Nobody can separate you. Nobody can move you. Nobody can shake you from where God has placed you at unless you allow them to do so. So my question is, are you going to allow the devil to talk to you? Are you going to allow the devil to distract you? Are you going to allow the devil to come in and tell you words to try to put doubt and fear into your heart? Because where God is, there is no room for these things. There's no room for fear. There's no room for doubt. That's not what God has given us. That's not the spirit that God has placed in our heart. And we should have no part of that. And we should not dwell on that. And we should not allow it to be in us at all here. Because that's not what it's about. But rather, God's called us into a wonderful blessing. 
And every step of the way, God's going to bless. And every step of the way, God's going to provide. And every step of the way, God's going to give us direction and the strength that we need to be able to sustain and the strength that we need to be able to hold on here. And that's what I'm looking for tonight when I come into the house of the Lord. I'm looking for strength. I'm looking for direction. I'm looking for peace. I'm looking for understanding. And that's what's in this place when you open up your heart and you cry out to Him and you get out of the way and you stop trying yourself and say, Lord, I need your help. I need your hand. I need your direction here. I need you to lead me. I need you to guide me. I need you to help me to understand what's going on. Amen. And let me trust in your word. Let me depend on your word with everything that I have. Let me not look to the left or the right. Let me not be distracted. Let me not be moved here from what you have given me. Amen. He's given us salvation. He's given us eternity, eternal promise through His Word. And I don't want anything else besides the Holy Ghost to move in my heart. I'm not looking for anything else besides that unction to move in my heart to give me that strength that I need to be able to stand. Because I know through Him I can do all things. I know through His Word it's telling me I'm right there. I'm making a way. I, I'm going to work everything out. And I want to trust in that with all that I have. And I don't want to listen to anything else. I don't want to allow there to be anything else. I don't want to give an ear to anything else. Amen? If I give an ear to something else, that means I'm going to be persuaded. That means I'm going to be uh, distracted. Amen? That's not what I want. I'm happy in the Holy Ghost. I'm happy when I'm in His presence and I'm lifting up my hands and I'm crying out to Him and my attitude is correct. And when your attitude's correct, things are going to be clear. Things are going to be, uh, you're going to be able to understand what's going on because you're going to understand God's working it out. God's taking care of it. God's controlling the situation. And I want it to be that way. I don't want it to be any other way because then it is going to be wrong. Amen. But God knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. And sometimes you just got to open up that Bible that you have and build up your confidence, build up your strength, build up your knowledge here that God's right there. God's making it. God's directing it. God's ordering it. And I'm going to build upon this. I'm not going to listen to anything else. I'm not going to allow there to be anything else, but I'm going to stand upon the word that God has given me. I'm going to build everything that I have upon this rock that he set me on. And I'm going to say, Lord, I know this is it. I don't care what anybody else tells me. I know this is that. I feel this in my heart. I feel you pulling me. I feel you directing me. I feel you leading me. And I'm not going to allow anything to come in. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to be taken away. I'm not going to give an ear. I will not do it. I will not allow it to happen. I will not be moved from my place. If I move from my place, I'm going to lose my worship. I'm going to lose my praise. I'm going to lose my Holy Ghost. I'm going to lose my salvation. And I'm going to be back in the same position I was before. I don't want no part of that. I remember clearly what that was all about. I don't want that. I want to be right here in the presence of the Lord. I want to be right here trusting in His Word. I want to be right here with my hands lifted up. I want to be right here being a witness to those around me. I want to be right here saying, you know what, I want to be able to help somebody say, you know what, don't worry about that because God's going to work it out. Don't, be, don't, give the, don't give your energy into that because it's going to waste your time. You just depend on God because He's going to straighten it out the way that it needs to go. <coughs> Amen. I don't want to be tied up. I don't want to be distracted. Amen. 
I want to be, every time I come to this place, I want to be ready to worship. I want to be ready to give him praise. I want to be ready. To, you, you come in here with all of your garbage, and then you're wading through all of your garbage to give him praise. No, no, no. You leave your garbage here, and you keep taking your garbage out every day, and, and that's casting thy burden upon the Lord. You cast it upon the Lord and say, Lord, you take this. You take this. You take this. And I just want to praise you. I just want to thank you. I just want to give you glory because you've woke me up, because you've given me direction. You've given me salvation you've given me understanding of who you are amen Amen. every day that's what I'm thanking for that's what I'm praising for every chance that I get I'm thanking because he has pulled me out of the devil's hell he's opened my eyes to understand what I must do to go to heaven amen that's not anything small here tonight We get used to that. Sometimes we assume that. Sometimes we think that that we are, you know, that we deserve this. We do not deserve to be in this house tonight. We don't deserve another chance. But God, by His grace, has given us another chance. And by His grace, He's given us another time after we've fallen down and fallen down and fallen down. He has given us another chance. Amen. I'm not taking advantage of the opportunity tonight. I'm not taking advantage of any day that God gives me by Walking around sad and depressed and overwhelmed and, and, and looking like a whoop puppy. You know? I see people sometimes are so loaded down with so many things they can't lift their head up. They can't give God praise because they're so worried about things. That's what this is talking about. You give those things to God and you just stand there and give Him the victory. You stand here and give Him the praise for the victory rather and you just get your mind on the simpleness of the fact that He has woke you up and that He has given you salvation. Because let me tell you something. Once God brings you through one thing, guess what? There's going to be another thing. And when he brings you through another thing, guess what? There's going to be another thing. And there's going to be another thing. And there's going to be another thing. And another thing. And another thing. And guess what? They keep on coming. And once they come from the enemy, and once they, then they'll come from the ones that hate you. Once they come from the ones that hate you, then they'll start coming from the ones that say they love you. They'll start coming from them. It doesn't end. Everywhere you turn, bam, 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 bam. It's like, you know. Mike Tyson beating you from every side you turn around at sometimes. But guess what? They did the same thing to Jesus. They did the same thing to the disciples. So I'm not going to get all hum-ho about it and say, oh, why do I have to do this? Hey, guess what? I've got the Holy Ghost. Guess what? He's baptized me in his name. Guess what? He's given me an opportunity to repent of my sins. And now, hey, guess what? I've got access to go to heaven now. So I don't care what the devil wants to bring. I don't care what somebody wants to say. I don't care about those things. Because I know all of those things is just the devil trying to get my eyes off my promise, trying to get my eyes off my mansion, trying to get my eyes off my worship, trying to get my eyes off the experience that God has given me. <laughs> no, no, devil. See, the problem is, devil, I felt the Holy Ghost. The problem is I know what it means to be baptized in Jesus' name. I know what it feels like to have my sins washed away. Uh-uh. I'm not going to give up that easy. I'm not, I'm not going to give up at all, but I'm not going to give up over some pathetic little trial. Or, well, the writer said in the New Testament, he said this light affliction 
This, these small things that we make such a big deal of, they're small things. They're nothing in comparison to losing your eternity over. They're nothing in comparison to losing your experience over here. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, you keep on bringing your garbage, I'm going to keep my hands up. You keep talking your junk, I'm going to keep my hands up. You keep trying to bring whatever you want to Guess what? I'm going to stay at this altar. I'm going to stay in the house of the Lord. I'm going to stay submitted to God's Word. I'm going to keep trusting Him with all that I have. Because He's going to sustain me. He's going to keep me. He's going to bring me through. He's going to give me peace in the midst of my storm. And you know what? There is no storm when you've got the Holy Ghost because you've got the Holy Ghost. And you keep saying that to your mind. You stir that up in your heart here. And you don't get the pouty lip. You don't get the sad shoulders. Yeah, some things are hard to swallow sometimes. Yep, they are. I'm not going to admit that they're not. Some things in this flesh... They're hard to face sometimes, especially from when they come from those that love you. They're hard to face. They are. But that doesn't mean you give up. It doesn't mean that you let down. It just means you keep on trucking. And that's what David said there. So for me, for me, I'm going to trust in the Lord. And I'm going to call upon His name. That means I'm not stopping what I'm doing. I'm not letting up from what I'm doing. I'm going to keep on trucking here. I'm going to keep on going forward here because I, he understood the same thing that we understand tonight. Hey, people are going to do that. That's the way life is, but that does not change who God is. God is still on the throne. He still is unchanging. Amen. And as long as he's unchanging, I want to be unchanging. And he's always going to be that way, so that's the way I'm always going to be. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to be faithful here to the house of God. Amen. This is where God's placed me. This is where God's called me. This is where God intends for me to be. And I don't want to be anywhere else. But right here, in the presence of the Lord, giving him praise. Amen. And there's nobody that can argue with you when you say if you've ever talked to anybody that's ever gotten the Holy Ghost and experienced what God's got nobody in their right mind will say oh that there's no power in that there's no you know there's no good thing in that it's the only good thing but the problem is that sometimes people forget how good it is and they forget how awesome that touch is when he comes into the heart because they fill it with all the wrong things here and you can make yourself so full on garbage that when the goods come around, you're, you're too full. I know sometimes kids, they like to spoil their appetite with garbage, with candy and, and all kinds of non-healthy things. And then when it comes time for the meat and potatoes, they're, oh, my stomach hurts. I've got a bellyache. I don't want anything. Right? I know one individual not too long ago, he, he, he began to, it was a hot day, and he was very hungry, and he began to drink of sweet tea and uh, his little belly filled up very quickly and as the food came he oh, oh I can't eat that because he's all full on the sugary goodness of this world <laughs> and there's no more room for the nutrition to slide in there okay well the devil will try to get your mind all filled up with garbage and all kinds of filth of this world and distractions of this world. And then when it comes to the house of, the God, of God and something that requires you to do something.
Okay, you don't come in here and just sit there on the pew like a bump on a log and expect God to give you the Holy Ghost. It doesn't work that way. You have to physically begin to worship and physically begin to cry out to Him and, and begin to communicate and talk to Him. And see, these require here us to do something. And that's what the flesh doesn't like. The flesh wants to sit there. It wants to be handed everything on a gold platter and eat it with a gold spoon or however you want to look at it, right? It's lazy. That's what you want to look at. You are lazy in your flesh. Just call it what it is. Be honest with yourself. I'm lazy. I will admit it. I'm lazy, and I'm no good. Okay. All right. Now that we've got that established now, you have to realize you don't bring your laziness to church. When you come to church, you have to understand if you want a blessing, you have to get up off your feet and begin to cry out to him. You've got to get up and start making this known to him. Or as David said, I'm going to cry aloud to him. Morning, noon, and night. Aloud meaning I'm going to voice this. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get with it. I'm going to tell him I need this. And I don't want to be full of everything else that come in here and say, oh, I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I'm too tired. I, I, I wasted all my energy doing this and 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 this. And now it's time for church. I don't have enough strength. Well, that's kind of looking at you're too full of garbage. You put that flesh where it belongs and you be mindful of that spirit that's inside of you crying out, I need the Holy Ghost. I need, I need my refilling here. I need my strength here. I need my direction here. I need this word here. And I've got to push down this flesh. I've got to push down this laziness. I've got to push down this world and this carnal mind here that I can cry out here in my spiritual man or woman and say, I need this. I need the Holy Ghost. I need His word. I need His direction here. Amen. And sometimes it takes every ounce of everything that you got to peel yourself up off the blacktop after you just got run over and steamrolled by this world to say, that's all you got, devil? Huh. I'm still standing. I'm still breathing. I'm still moving. Hey, I still got my Holy Ghost. I still got my... Oh, is that, that's all you got? <laughs> People are looking at you crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I've got the Holy Ghost. I've not lost my mind. I just know who my heavenly father is. And I know that, hey, this world, this world may run me over, but I still got my father sitting up on that throne, and he's still looking out over me saying, ha, I see you down there. I, I see that. Okay, yeah, that was a cheap shot. I, I got you. But guess what? I'm still going to give you the Holy Ghost. I'm still going to bring you through the storm. I'm still going to bring you through the trial. There's a lot of people in the scripture that were doing the right thing that got the short end of the stick and got taken advantage of and different things happening. But guess what? They did not stop giving God the praise because they knew, hey, this is just this world and this is not my home. This is not where I belong. I'm not building my trust here. I'm not putting my faith here. And when I get to heaven, it's going to be worth it all. And I'm not going to think twice about making the right stand. I'm not going to think twice about making the right decision. But rather, I will say, Thank you, Jesus, for giving me the strength. Thank you, Jesus, for sustaining me, for allowing me to have enough Holy Ghost to stand strong and not buckle and not move and not turn, but rather keep on believing and keep on standing there with a Holy Ghost backbone and say, this is who I am. I will not move. 
I will not change. I will not submit to this world. I will not allow the world to change me into what it wants me to be. I will be full of the Holy Ghost. I will continue to preach Jesus' name baptism. I will continue to preach the infilling of the Holy Ghost. And I'm going to continue to experience this salvation message each and every day that God gives me because it's my only way out. Amen. He said that he left us a way of escape, right? And he said in every trial that he's not going to put more on you than you're able to bear. So what does that mean? Again, God sees you. He knows. He knows what your limit is, and he's not going to put any more on you than you can handle. And in in the midst of it, you think, I can't take any more. Guess what? God knows what you can take. He knows what you can handle. So that means when your flesh starts saying those kind of things, you need to recognize it's just your flesh and put your flesh under control and say, hey, flesh, Hey, lazy you, stop being lazy and understand that the Word of God said that He will not put more on me than I can handle. So that means that I must be able to handle this in the Holy Ghost. Let's not forget that part. You're right. On your own, you can't handle it. But in the Holy Ghost, it says that you can do all things, right? So that means when we're being renewed in the Holy Ghost that we're going to have the strength that we need to be able to make it. You have to excuse me. I'm used to teaching kids under the age of 15 a lot. So I have to use different analogies to get down the level to kind of break it on through there. Okay? So nice, simple, and easy. That's all it is. Okay? And when you simply understand that you're 99% of your problem and God's sitting there right there ready to pour out the blessing, ready to pour out the strength, ready to pour out everything that you need, but you are the one that's saying, I can't do it, I can't make it. Then you need to, again, recognize what the problem is and take care of it. That goes back to the lazy part. Get a little strength. Break on through in that prayer. Break on through that flesh and thanksgiving and worship and say, this is not the way I'm supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be down. I'm not supposed to be depressed. I'm not supposed to be carrying all these baggage with me. That's not me. That's not me and the Holy Ghost. When I got the Holy Ghost, I've got a smile. When I got the Holy Ghost, I've got a little skip in my step. When I've got the Holy Ghost, I'm out there telling people, hey, look what God's doing. When I don't have the Holy Ghost, I'm, ah, oh, boo-hoo, look at me. Look at everything's falling apart, blah, 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 blah. Nothing's right, everything, my house is falling apart, my car's falling apart, my family's falling apart, my body's falling apart, everything's falling apart, blah, blah, that's it, right? It's always that. But in the Holy Ghost mind here, it's, hey, God's on the throne. God's filling new people with the Holy Ghost. God's baptizing new people in Jesus' name. God's doing a wonderful work. Hey, That's what I'm looking at in a Holy Ghost mind. Yes, all the other things, they may be true, and they're probably happening. Right? But guess what? They're going to happen. We're going to get old, and these things will break down. That's this world. So, hey, don't say I didn't tell you so. The Word of God told you so a long time ago. Life told you so. When the very moment that you're born, it starts going downhill from there in a natural sense. But in a Holy Ghost sense, this is just the beginning. And I'm only worried about the Holy Ghost side of things because that's what's going to make me get to heaven. That's what's going to give me the ability to get there. And so I'm keeping my mind on those things, right? And building my faith on those things. 
that God is with me through everything, no matter what. The devil's a liar. He's just trying to get me distracted. He's just trying to steal my joy. He's just trying to knock me off the place God set me. I know these things have been preached before, but sometimes you need a little reminder in the Holy Ghost that you need to simply open up your word and start saying, hey, I'm listening to the wrong thing here. I'm allowing the wrong influence here to creep in to this place that God has given me. I don't want these things. It's making me think bad. It's making me look bad. It's making me act bad. Amen. I don't want to act bad. I don't want to entertain the wrong thoughts for anything. You know, again, if everything falls apart and you have nothing to stand on and you feel like you have every just reason in the world to boo-hoo, guess what? You don't have just reason. Nope, don't have it. Doesn't matter because you've got the Holy Ghost. And in, 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 in you being in the most broken down, poorest, the crippled state in life, with the Holy Ghost is better than the richest man in this world because you've got hope at the end of this you've got opportunity here you've got ability here amen I like to keep that in my mind I'm sharing something that God's given me and that is it doesn't matter you just keep on trucking you just keep looking up just keep on telling yourself I've got the Holy Ghost I've got the Holy Ghost. I've got the Holy Ghost. I've got the Holy Ghost. God's with me. He's defending me. He's leading me. He's guiding me. He's directing me. He's ordering my steps here. Just keep telling yourself. Replay this in your mind when things come at you. Hey, guess what, devil? I don't care. I've got the Holy Ghost. Guess what? Hey, you bring it on. I've got the Holy Ghost. Hey, that's all power in heaven and earth, right? That's, that's all that you need. I, last time I checked, all you need is the Holy Ghost. That's the power. That's the ability here. I've got the ability to conquer all things. I've got the strength here to overcome all things. And so I'm going to overcome it. I'm going to get my strength. I'm going to get my Holy Ghost. I'm going to get myself where I need to be. And I'm going to stay there. By renewing my spirit day by day. By renewing myself by God's grace each and every day that he gives me. Amen. For I can keep my smile on my face at all times. Amen. You're never going to win nobody with a frown. Everybody's got a frown. And everybody's got a sob story. Right? You go up to anybody. How are things going? Oh, I don't have any money. Uh, that, that's everybody right now, right? But when they ask you, eh, I got the Holy Ghost. I don't need anything else. And you know, that may sound like corny to some people, but guess what? That's the truth. That's, that's it. That, 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 you've got that click in your mind that you've got the Holy Ghost. You don't need anything else. And guess what? You are going to be automatically a whole lot happier because you just let it sink into your heart. None of these other things matter. None of them matter. It doesn't matter what you've been told. They don't matter. What matters is getting to heaven. Amen. That's where I want to be, and I know that's where you want to be. And so let's get our minds in one accord here and on one thing here and realize, hey, God's doing a good work in our church and our church is and God's doing a wonderful work. He's doing mighty good things. He's got great things on the horizon here and I'm looking at these good things. I'm looking at these blessings that God's pouring out in all of the churches and all the cities here. Amen. Okay. I guess I'm the only one excited about this. I get more response for the kids in Sunday school. They don't even know what, what, really what it means, but they, oh, yes, 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 Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost. Let it click in your mind tonight that you have the Holy Ghost, that you have access to go to heaven. 
You think of not having access. You think of thinking everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to work out, which is what everybody thinks in this world. And then they wake up one day and guess what? They're dead. And they're not in heaven. What a wake-up call, right? But you think of yourself right now in an apostolic church that preaches Jesus' name, baptism, and infill of the Holy Ghost, and you start letting it click in your mind. Hey, I could have been one of those going to the wrong church. I could have been one of those that were lost, one of those that were dead, one of those that were blinded, one of those that had no hope and no direction. But no, God spared me from that, and he has given me opportunity here tonight. <laughs> And I'm not going to get full of garbage and lose what God has given me. It does not matter. I will not lose my praise because God's called me. God's pulled me out. He has separated me from blindness. He has separated me from that garbage. I was teaching a Bible study to that young lady right there this afternoon. And I told her in Bible study, I said, you know what? I said, you just realize that you've got everything that you need and that that's it. You're, you're set for, you're good now. You're, you're, you're good to go, you know. Some people pat you on the back and say, oh, you're good to go now. And they're pushing you straight into hell. <laughs> and, and they're doing it unknowingly, okay. And I said, I told her, I said, you know what, it doesn't matter. Because no matter what, every day that you wake up from this point on in your life, you've got something to give God praise about. And it's not just a little something. It's the only thing that matters. That's eternity. That's salvation. That's the only thing that matters. And so every day that each one of us wake up in the morning, we should be giving God a lot of praise because He has, spared, he has spared us from a devil's hell by giving us access to the Holy Ghost, by giving us opportunity here to be baptized in Jesus' name. I'm so happy to be in the church. I'm so happy to know who God is. I'm so happy to be able to call upon the true and living God. I'm so happy to know that not only can I call upon Him, but that He's looking out for my best interest and that He is making a way at all times for me in my life. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I never want to just take it as another day. I never want to take it as just another service. I never want to act like, oh, just a, a regular old life. No. No, 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 no. That's why he said that you are a chosen generation, a peculiar people. That means that he has specifically pulled you out of the crowd and out of all of the generations and horrible things going on in this world. He has saw us. He has spared us. He has spared us from that hell and that torment and that garbage. He has seen each and every one of us. So don't ever think that you're not special. The devil tries to say that all the time. Oh, you're just a nobody. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not just a nobody. God saw me. And God's calling me. God's doing a work in my life. And I'm not undermining the work that God is doing. And I'm not questioning the work that God is doing. I'm simply being thankful because I have an opportunity here. I didn't have to have this chance. I didn't have to listen. I didn't have to be able to get to this point that I'm at right now. But I am. And I'm not going to give up. And I'm not going to allow anything to change my heart. Okay? I love him with everything that I have. I'm determined to make it. And when you love him with everything that you have, there's nothing to worry about. Because he's going to make a way. He, he, all these things that we read tonight, they're all going to be true in your life. In, in every situation, he makes the way. In every situation, he provides. When you love him 
and you give him all that you have. All right? Amen and amen. I like what I feel in this place tonight. I'm excited about what God is doing, and I want more of him each and every day that he gives me. I need more Holy Ghost. I need more strength. I need more of his confirmation here and more of this word clicking with my inner spirit here to give me the strength that I need. Okay? Amen. Amen. Let's worship him right now. I thank you, Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus, right now. Everything that I have, Lord Jesus, I give to thee. Oh, move in my heart right now, Lord, I pray. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen and amen. God is so good to us. He is so good to us. I'm so happy to be able to be under leadership that has a vision and that sees down the road more than just to the end of the block here. That's looking down much farther down the road for each and every one of us. And God has given it's a program to be a part of here that does good things. Amen. I'm so blessed to be here. So happy. I wasn't always uh, blessed with that kind of direction and anointing and leadership. And uh, when God begins to show you the right way of doing things, it opens your eyes up and it gives you a good understanding of what he sees and how he has seen you. Amen. Never, ever, ever, ever allow the devil to talk you out of your place and talk you out of your experience and your leadership that God has given you. Okay? You will find no greater anywhere else. You can search anywhere you want to. You're not going to find it. This is it. This is the best of the best. And I say that with all of my heart, and I pour everything that I have into this program and into this message because I know God's doing good things. I see good things happening. And I want to be a part of it. I, would, I, I mean that. I want everything. I want, this is where my children belong. This is where my family belongs. This is where my roots go down here. My roots go down into this message because it's the only way that you're going to be able to withstand the things that will come against you is if you have some roots here in the matter. I'm not just flying here, you know, just by the seat of my pants. That's not the way the program works. There's a burden. There's a vision. There's understanding. Amen. And I'm so happy that God has placed us where he has. And you should thank God every single day that you have what you have and that you have the opportunity that you have. Okay? Amen. You know, I, I always tell the kids at church, I said, you know what? So we always we have fun songs and games incorporated into the lesson. And we have a good time, and they have a good time, and God does do work in them. And at the end of service, I always tell them, I said, okay. I said, um, I said, okay, fun's over. Now it's time to pray. It's time to get your mind where it belongs and your heart where it belongs and realize this is no game. This is no uh, little small ordeal, but this is your soul and your salvation, and that you need to let the old will start clicking or turning here in your head of, re, of making things known to yourself of where you're at and what you're doing.
okay? And don't let yourself be uh, persuaded or distracted or blinded because of convenience. But rather you realize, hey, this is a day that God has given me and I need to cry out to him. And that I need to make sure that if I'm going right now, I'm ready to stand before him. Amen. I don't want to wait till it's too late to say what I need to say. But when God gives me a day, I want to say it. And I want to mean it with all of my This is the time that God has given us. This is an opportunity that he's allowed us to have. And I want to make my petition known. Or as David said, I want to cry aloud. Aloud here. I'm making it known to him. I'm not keeping this thing in tight, close, my lips shut. No, no, no. I'm crying aloud here. Lord, I thank you. I thank you with all that I have because you've given me opportunity. You've given me chance. You've given me everything that I have. You've given it to me. Okay? And I don't want to undermine that. And I don't want to think that I've ever done anything because I've never done anything that's right. Okay? Nor have you. It's only by his grace that you have any good thing going on for you right now. Amen. And amen. Let's all lift up our hearts with our hands. This altar is open tonight. You need the Holy Ghost. You need a renewing. You come down here and pray. And you seek his face with a whole heart, asking him to move in your situation, and he is going to do it each and every time right now. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, Lord, right now for what you're going to do, Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord, we love you, Jesus. Away, away from the noise. Nothing else matters. My one desire is to worship you. I live to worship you. I live, I live to worship you.